Welcome, everybody. This is Pam with the Paper Outpost, and this is the Paper Outpost podcast, the joy of junk journals, coming to you from the living room couch, snuggled under a blanket with sunbun. Yes, I said blanket in the summertime in Florida. Um, it's very early in the morning here, um, and it's a little cool in the house, shall we say. Okay. So, going into your YouTube questions, finding out what you guys are thinking about, seeing how I can uh, connect with you over this fabulous cyberspace. Let's see what you're wondering about. Uh, West Aussie Diamond Art Threat Art Reads asks, Do you have a video showing how to cover a journal with fabric and interfacing? Um, With fabric, yes, and interfacing, mm, not sure I do. Not a common term for this not you know rookie sewer so if you're talking about real sewing interfacing I think that's the inner lining that you use to give structure to fabric projects probably not maybe I do somewhere back there check out my um I have a playlist called uh journal cover spines and signatures and it's basically journal construction and um, if I do it would be in there I have played with interfacing before I see its value Um, it will give structure and you can get thicker interfacing so you have structure but I I decided after a while that I was um, uh, deciding to use alternatives as opposed to going out and buying the actual interfacing maybe if you're a seamstress you have lots of this hanging around or you've picked it up in the thrift store but I thought what are other things that we can use that would give us similar structure without having to buy interfacing and um, some of the things I came up with along the way were um, felt magazines piling up enough fabric in there that it felt thicker um, chipboard, cereal boxes, laying the fabric over a, uh, an actual used book cover where I've taken out the text block and I use the book cover. That's kind of uh, some alternatives I've played with and you're, you are going to see examples of those there. <clears throat> and then I just cover the inside of whatever it is with some other fabric or, or paper. We carry on merrily. Um, okay. Um, uh, Lisa F. asks, what is a signature besides writing your name? Great question. A signature is just one of those mini booklets that you see inside of any book. If you look at a book from the top down, you can see it's made up of multiple mini books sandwiched in there. It's one of those mini books. Um, there's no hard and fast rules about signature um, as far as do they need a, their own individual cover inside or can they just be paper folded in half? Yes, they can be everything. Um, what kinds of papers can you use? Anything that you like. You can use, you can mix thick, thick papers with thin papers. Um, the only thing you want to keep an eye on is bulk and if it will comfortably fit in your journal. Remember, if you're going to be adding decorations or embellishments, things like that, that's going to thicken up your journal, um, fatten it up. So kind of take that into account. It's okay to have a deflated journal in the beginning if you plan on uh, heavily decorating it. Um, Also be mindful how many signatures um, per inch you put in. Um, Fewer pages and more signatures will will make it look more like a traditional book when you look from the top down. There won't be much gapping. But um, in a junk journal, we have a little bit more flexibility with the gapping. Three to four 
signatures, 10 to 12 pages with an inch spine is probably my, my go-to place. And then it just depends on the types of papers that I use because that's going to um, alter the thickness of each signature. And that, like the thicker the paper, maybe the fewer the pages I want to put in, or maybe I want to increase the number of signatures so that I distribute the weight or the thickness of all that thickness more across the number of signatures so it doesn't look like gaping holes as you're looking down um, from the top of the book. Yeah, I don't know if that came across well, but that was, that was the darndest I could do. Um, okay, I think I, I answered this question already. Put a little heart there. Um, oh, um, somebody at Christy Bauer asked, could you explain your comment about manatees? I don't know, wake. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Create no wake. Oh, okay. So I live in a an area where there's a lot of waterways, inlets. Um, we have... Um, uh, almost like an internal river here called the intercoastal and a lot of manatees they're sea cows they're big animals that swim up and down uh, the ocean and the intercoastal and we have no wake zones which means that you can't cause waves with your boat as you're going through there um, because the manatees are very docile and friendly and they hang around people and boats a lot and if the boats go by quickly you can't see them and you tend to run over their backs so you'll see a lot of manatees with scars from propellers on the back so Florida has instituted I'm sure many other countries have as well the no wake zone w-a-k-e means don't create any waves so that you're going slow enough so that you can see the manatees here that's there are different reasons for no wake zones like maybe they don't want a lot of waves crashing up against the seawall um, but here, it's pretty much save the manatees. And we like, we love our manatees. Okay. Idle means put the boat in idle. You're going very slowly. Okay. Um, user asks, can you add a link to the bottles and tips used for Fabrifix? Yes, I have those links in my um, Amazon shop. The easiest way to find my Amazon shop is just to Google Amazon, the paper outpost, and you'll, uh, my link will likely pop up. Um, or you can use one of the links in my uh, drop-down description box down below. It'll take you right there. And then click in the favorite tools and supplies and just have a peek-see. The uh, bottles are not that far from the top. Um, and uh, uh, you're going to see these uh, Sugar Bells icing piping bottles. Um, just happens to be the one that was recommended, I think, from Gail Agostinelli. And uh, I think a lot of us just jumped aboard because Gail knows what she's talking about. And um, she was right. It made it so much easier to um, glue. I mean, frankly, the walls of the bottle are so much thinner and you get, it's easier to squeeze because of that. And also it has this nice metal tip which distributes a tiny little thin bead of glue as opposed to a big, big globaroonie. And um, 
yeah, make, makes life a lot easier. Especially if you glue a lot. I like to glue a lot and um, it's quick, it's fast, it's easy. I can keep on crafting, keep on motoring. Life is good. Can play with you guys more. I like that. Okay. Um, Alice Neganar says, um, or asks, I loved making this journal, the No So Beginner Fabric Junk Journal cover idea. That was the video. Um, when will you be showing us how to attach signatures to the spine? Oh, okay, but yeah, we should do that together. That'll be coming up probably after I complete this kind of like fall. I don't want to say Halloween, but it's got like a gothic sort of spooky cover. It's got blacks and grays and smoky colors with a black rose on the front. Um, I have, I'm having a lot of fun decorating this journal. I haven't decorated a journal in a little while, so yeah, yeah, I'm just really enjoying it. I have a lot of built up embellishments in my stash. I'm excited to give this journal its own identity and its own life. I have no idea how it's going to come out until it's done. That's the way me journals go. Okay. Um, Tanya Johnson asked, where did you get the tip for your glue? That is from the Sugar Bells Icing Piping Bottle that comes with that. And it just makes it so much easier to distribute. So same instructions there. Um, okay. Uh, Douglas Reith asks, not sure why you are using playing cards. If you conceal their identity, what am I missing? Uh, Suzanne asks, how to, and it was the video, how to make pretty pockets with playing cards for junk journals. Uh, a great, great question. Um, to use the identity of the playing card so that you can see the, um, the fact that it is a playing card is one thing. The other thing is just using the playing card for its strength and structure. It's a little thicker than regular paper. It's very nice thickness to use for pockets and tucks and corner tucks and belly bands. And it's also nice to make journal cards off. So if you're not worried about showing that it's a playing card, it's just a great piece of paper to use for junk journals. If you want to exalt the fact that it's a playing card, have at it. Have little, have maybe just use tissue paper to cover it. Maybe just let the, um, um, the identity of the jack or the queen or the number three show through a little bit, or maybe only cover half of it and reveal the other half is um, plain and naked and it still reveals it's a, a playing card. Totally up to you, just a style choice. Um, but great question. Um, see, these things, I, you know, they're, they're great because I can totally tune into what you guys are wondering about and because uh, sometimes things that are obvious to me because just from doing things a lot, I don't think to answer these questions. So thank you for posting these because they really do help. Because if one person writes it, a lot of other people are thinking about it. Okay. So, um, uh, Karen Villa da Villeda asks, Hi Pam, where did you get the black scrapers? Those are super handy. Yes, the black scrapers probably, I either got them from Home Depot or from Amazon. And those are super helpful. If you don't have the black scrapers, you know they're the little things that have a razor blade in them. And if you're trying to get things off glass or any hard surface, maybe some, uh, you know how, Price stickers are sometimes impossible to get off anything because they fractionate them. They fraction them into 17 pieces and you're sitting there with your fingernail trying to go, go, go. Um, but sometimes if you wet it and then you wait a minute and then you scrape it off, it's easy 
You can also use a, a solvent like citrusol or something like that or gugon to help make removing those things easier in life. Anyway, we're either sticking things off or peeling them off, right? That, that's our journey. Okay. Um, Rosary Amon asks, yes, I, uh, for, um, When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yes, I do have some unfinished products. Where does the time go? Projects, not products. Um, where does time go? How, what town is this? Happy crafting. What town is this? Hmm, I'm not sure. I must have made some reference in the, in the video. Um, yes, apparently I too have unfinished projects. I thought I was the one with no unfinished projects until I went through my box and I found all these unfinished projects. Oh, I'm so guilty. I'm so guilty. I'm one of the many. Yes. I, I, I would like to go through my, my collection box of goodies there and just complete all the projects that are in there. I don't know if that'll actually ever happen, but I'm going to make a darn good dent in it. And I do have a few things like pre-made covers and that that I would like to turn into journals. So there you go. Because we are coming up upon the Christmas holiday season. Um, uh, Real Fair Tag asks, Ria Fair Tag, um, where in the world would you find someone's dental records? What an interesting uh, piece. She's talking about the prize I gave away for um, the most recent junk journal craft chat where we do, where I do a drawing for an interesting piece of something, ephemera, or, and I came across some old dental records and they were just in a collection of stuff, a big box of stuff that somebody had released to the universe and I got it. And um, yeah, it was a good find. Um, very interesting. Um, I, she said, I have just discovered junk journals in the last year. I am hooked. I've been watching your videos and even purchased a few things from your Amazon store or, or your recommendation. Thank you. And uh, for all, thanks for all the inspiration. Well, you are just come on down the rabbit hole with the rest of us. We're having a blast down here. Um, um, Pam O'Brien says, well, okay, Pam, I guess I'll go through my mountain of stuff today, but where to put it? I don't know. Thanks, honey. Why did you give me homework? Oh, that's funny. Okay. She's just uh, teasing. And uh, the strange mind of Tammy. Um, shoot. Trying to find a question here. Okay. Hey, Pam and Sunny. Was wondering if the journal you recently did that you sprayed white, does it make the uh, cover rough feeling stiff? Yes, there is a stiffness when you use spray paint. Um, you can, or regular paint as well, I imagine. You can soften that a bit if you want with um, sanding it down a little bit, roughing it up a little bit. Um, you can also, I know this sounds weird, but you can also cover it with Mod Podge, which will completely change the feel of the surface. Now I went for white. Okay, I was turning this journal white and white, for me, it was easiest to turn a junk journal co fabric cover white with spray paint. Um, but let's say you wanted to go dark. Maybe you wanted to do 
brown. Well, you could do coffee dyeing with your fabrics and soak them all in a very concentrated, maybe instant coffee crystal mixed with water and swoosh it around, let it soak in, pull it out, uh, wring it out, and then let it air dry. The less you wring it out, the more it will retain the color, but let it air dry. Make sure all the crystal is dissolved or else you're gonna get chunkies and uh, you don't want that. But lay that out and let it really dry and then you, you don't have to spray it. So um, I guess it was a little bit more color dependent. You can spray any book cover, any color you want. You can also paint with um, a, any kind of paints, but acrylic paint is probably the easiest to paint with. And um, it's uh, and you can have a lot of fun with different paint things that you can do. Maybe we should do do some fun. I've got. Do I? Yes, I do. I, I should have a lot of book covers right now, and those are fun to paint. So let's say now. Kind of think about this because sometimes you're looking out there and you're thinking. Mm, this book does nothing for me. It's the perfect size, the perfect width, but I don't like the cover. I don't like the this. I don't like the that. Look at it just for its shape and know you can change the color of the cover by spray painting it, acrylic painting it, like brush painting it, sponge painting it, splatter painting it. You can glue fabric onto it. You can glue um, paper onto it. There are so many things that you can do to that cover that all of a sudden elevate its value to you. Whereas you might Snub, snub it otherwise or maybe you're just out there looking for old books and you're passing by all those deals on the new books um, so keep your peepers open because you can transform things and honestly you know cover art cover decoration used to panic the patootie out of me because it seemed so committal so scary because I was I was this was it. This is what that journal was going to look like from here to evermore. And I was giving it a personality or an identity once I slapped that cover on. And I felt very intimidated by that initially. And then I learned to love the process. And it's a journey. Um, I would recommend making lots of covers. Try different things. Don't get so, you know, like you don't have to turn every cover that you make into a journal. Maybe just get a bunch of covers, really cheap ones. Maybe from garage sales, yard sales, thrift stores, wherever. Borrow them, like steal them, rob them from family, friends. Hey, you got any old hard books you don't want anymore? Um, grab those and start playing with them and, and see what tickles your fancy, what you like, what you enjoy doing. Um, those are fun things to do. All right. Uh, okay, Linda. Linda Skinner asks, um, okay, so that we did that one. I find there are so many rabbit holes in my drawers. Oh my gosh, isn't that the truth? Isn't that the truth? I think she's talking about when we start to clean our drawers or look in our craft filled drawers, craft supply filled drawers. I start the sorting, then I run out of room on the desk. So I start pulling away the piles, which lead to another overstuffed drawer. What to do? Uh, do I put down the pile in another box for later? Um, placement or sort another drawer to find room. Uh, rabbit holes, exclamation point. Um, that is so funny. Uh, oh, I think we have a troll, I think. And uh, if you do, if you see anybody asking you about, like, it doesn't look, yeah, I recognize that guy's face. We'll block him. Uh, okay. Yeah, just ignore them. That's the best thing to do. If anybody's bugging anybody, just ignore them 
and I think they get bored and they go away. So, um, so there you go. Um, okay. So that's a good question. How to, yeah, it's not easy because one of the reasons I go into a drawer with a healthy mindset of cleaning the drawer, I like, okay, this is, I'm not, I have not done this lately, but I need to do this. You remove everything in the drawer and then you only put back the things that you're really excited about. And then you have this little leftover pile to decide what to do with. It's not easy to decide what to do with that pile. That pile has a mind of its own. Sometimes you want to gift or donate or give away to women's shelters, um, schools, friends who are crafting, things like that. Um, maybe you can do little happy mails or giveaways or things like that. Um, uh, you know, there's lots of crafters out there who are looking for supplies in that. And, um, um, or, you know, what's going to happen. This always happens. You're going to give away stuff and then you're going to go, Oh, I needed that, wanted that. And you're going to wish you never did. Um, but I would just say, don't worry that there's always more craft supplies coming your way. They come in the form of packaging, junk mail, makeup. I mean, you name it, it's constantly coming in the house and you're going to find an alternative. And that's probably the one of the most powerful things that a crafter has is their ability to know that everything is a craft supply until proven otherwise. There you go, folks. Um, until next time, remember there's 25% off all DigiKits in August of 2023. Happy crafting, and I'll see you soon.